0: The following podcast is a dear media production. I've got visions in my head people tell me that I'm crazy I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence people tell me that out. I tell them I'm not like the Hi besties. welcome back to the I love you so much podcast, which very soon will no longer be named the I love you so Much podcast. Thank God I just wanted to say thank you to myself. And also, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it for changing the podcast name because we're ready. We're doing a little rebrand. Don't worry. The show itself is going to basically be the exact same thing, but we are just nicely rebranding it. So things just like, you know, they make more sense, if you will. You would know this if you guys follow me on YouTube or TikTok. And if you don't, you should. I'm just in a really good mood today because I have basically been superwoman and I don't know where this is coming from because I've had literally no energy the past, like, month or two. And really not even – not to get dark, but, like, no motivation either. Like, I just – I've been tired and like, as we know, I'm a very, this turns into like a self-help thing. I'm very much so a discipline over motivation person. So like my day-to-day hasn't actually changed. Like I'm still doing the things. I'm just not that happy about doing the things, you know? And I'm in a great mood today. I think it's because of my morning routine, which we'll get back into that later on in the episode. Just like something, something is in the air. Maybe it's in my house. Maybe it's the fact that I'm home for a couple of weeks. I don't know, but I'm in a great mood. And Thank God, because when I'm in a great mood, all I want to do is record. And When I'm in a bad mood, I still want to record. It's just like not as good of an episode, you know? Just wanted to get into some updates, some life updates, things that have been happening since we last chatted. So I did go to Billy Bob's. Obviously, as you guys have heard many times in the podcast, it is my favorite place in the entire world. If y'all are new here, Billy Bob's is the largest honky-tonk in the world. It is located in Fort Worth, Texas, which is God's gift to this earth. Like, I just, oh my God, there's no place that I am happier. We had the best time. Also, side note, this morning, I woke up at literally 5 a.m. Like, who am I? I don't know. And I went to go listen to a podcast. I've been, like, really back into Armchair Expert. And Kelly Clarkson was on today. And I was like, oh my God. I posted immediately to my story. I said, what a great thing to wake up to on a Monday morning, Okay. Five minutes later, they're talking about Billy Bob's. I cannot make this up. I was literally smiling in my kitchen. Any conversation about Billy Bob's is a conversation that I would like to be part of. If I'm talking or not, I don't care. I just want to listen to it. Like, I just... Oh, my God. Billy Bob's, if you ever need a podcast host, like, if you guys need to start a podcast and maybe we interview the artists that are playing, this is just a good, you know, little pitch, I will happily do it. And I can't think of anyone who would be more perfect for it other than me, a Texas podcast host, you know? Same. Anyway, so we went to Billy Bob's. We took a party bus, and we went and saw Billy Carrington. And just as always, it was so much fun. We had a great time. That was great. The next morning, bright and early, I was up. I was editing a vlog, and we were heading off to Vegas. We went to Vegas to see Kelsey Ballerini. And I just want to say, it was magical. We stayed at The Virgin, and the hotel was also at The Virgin Theater. So for whatever reason, like, they asked Marissa if we wanted to upgrade— And we upgraded thinking it was going to be like a little table somewhere like on the floor. I I had no idea like really what it was going to be. And we got the best booth in the theater. And it wasn't even like crazy expensive. Like what we paid for, honestly, we got it really cheap. We had the best view. We were literally right next to Kelsey. It was amazing. Her show was so good. Like I know it's wrapping up soon. It's actually like ending in Oklahoma. And it makes me want to drive like two and a half hours to Oklahoma and go even though i'm pretty sure i have something that day but it was just one of the best shows i've ever been to and i just want to say something previously i have not been you know like a concert footage girly and i mean as far as consuming it i'm just not someone who like watches people's instagram stories of concerts like that's just like i felt like that was kind of like all of us a couple years ago until Eras came around. And then like when you see that, obviously, you're watching every single second of it. And that's why I'm with Kelsey, too. So I'm watching every single second of Eras and Kelsey's store right now. And it was just so good. She's so cute. Georgia Webster opened for her. She was so good. And she's just the cutest girl. Like, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with them. So anyways, if you guys can go see Kelsey, highly recommend. It was so good. You might notice I have a little notepad with me today. It's because I don't like being on my phone when I'm talking to you guys. I'm saying this as this is all technology, the way that you guys are listening to. But I feel like we don't need any more added technology into the mix, you know. So I wrote everything down. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, you guys are saying this. So I went to Billy Bob's, went to Kelsey. Oh, I got new plants. And guys, by the way, out of nowhere, this is, you know, a story that is, you know, interesting to me and maybe not all of you guys. Let me just tell you, I am a homeowner. I'm not a first time homeowner, but I am a first, this is my first house. My last house was a townhouse and I didn't really have like a yard to take care of, right? Even though the HOA wanted to charge me $250 a month, take care of a yard that I literally didn't have. That's another story. Anyway, so I have like this whole thing. My house was like renovated pretty recently, like right before I bought it. So all the landscaping, everything I didn't do. And I'm gone a lot. Like I leave, I'm in and out, you know? And also I am like, Here's the thing. I'm a very big picture person. So if there is something that needs to get done that is important and again is big picture, I'm your girl. I'm getting it done. I've got it. You're covered, whatever. Small things like changing the battery, getting a new light bulb, like, you know, some, this is chipped. We should paint it. Like that is probably honestly never going to get done. Like it'll be like after I move that, that gets done, right? So weeds took over my flower beds. Like to the point uh, i can't even i wish that i could post the front of my house to show you guys because actually no i'm glad that i can't because it was so embarrassing and also i swear to god it happened overnight so i hired someone to come in and i was already like oh my god he's gonna like see my weeds and be like she's so irresponsible and so young and dumb and like you know blah, blah blah whatever which i already feel i don't know if it's like an insecurity but like everyone that i live near they're like families and like the kids are older. And I think that they just like, I have projected onto them that they have this preconceived notion of me because I'm young and I live alone, that I'm like like living off of like parents' money or something and like a spoiled brat. And like, I basically have like projected all this onto them and filled in the blanks on things that they have absolutely never said about me. I mean, maybe they have, but I don't know that they've said it about me. So I've made this entire problem that like doesn't, potentially doesn't even exist. So anyways, I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Like my, oh my God, stand across the street is going to be like, what are you doing? Like they're all like in a group chat for this t- for the street that like I'm not a part of. Like, I, you know, it's, it's really getting severe. And the guy comes and I'm like, okay, like anything that's like not a flower, like basically all the weeds looked the same. And again, I didn't plant this. So at first I was like, maybe they're supposed to be there. I would like send photos to like my grandma, my mom. And they're like, honestly, it kind of looks like it's supposed to be there. But like then as it grew, we realized it was a weed. And then all of a sudden, the thing that they don't tell you about weeds is that one day they're not there and the next day they're like four feet tall, okay? It happens very quickly. So I have them come and I'm inside as the guy comes to do this. And again, I'm humiliated by the weeds that I've let grow in my yard. So I don't really want him to see me. I'm like, oh, I'm on a call. Like just, you know, the weeds, you know? So he comes to the door, I tell him and then he finishes and he leaves and he's like, that's fine, whatever. I don't see it until like two hours later. And I swear to God, I think he ripped out all of my landscaping. Like I'm pretty sure that I had other flowers out there. Like I know that I had one because they were pink. So obviously I like loved a pink flower, clearly. But the other ones, like they're long gone. And I think he really dug them up. So I don't know how much, I mean, I know that landscaping is expensive. I don't know how much they spent on this landscaping, but honestly, it's gone. And the thing that's crazy is that they were all the same. So I don't know how he would have mixed them up. But that's my homeowner drama this week. It was really humiliating, but the thing that it matters most, and that is most important in my people-pleasing homeowner era, is that Stan is not looking at my yard thinking one ungrateful 25-year-old who, you know, I honestly I wish that I was like, I don't know if this is like whatever I say. I like wish that I was like a Nepo baby or like an heiress or something. Like I know everyone, like they get a bad rep and everyone hates them, like whatever, unless you're like Paris Hilton. But imagine how fun that would be like that would actually be a really good time so maybe i'm not projecting i'm manifesting you know what i mean i got laser hair removal done and let me just tell you this has made my life so much easier specifically in the summer it's just so amazing to not have to worry about it it's like one thing to take off your like self-care to-do list or your shower list or whatever that like is such a pain like no one actually likes shaving okay it's always been annoying so i cannot recommend getting laser enough okay ideal image is north america's number 1 aesthetics brand they deliver affordable and effective aesthetic treatments through the most successful network of 800 plus licensed medical professionals who have performed over 20 million fda cleared treatments for over 20 years ideal images full suite of aesthetic services include laser hair removal body sculpting, Botox, filler, skin rejuvenation, and medical grade skincare, all backed by a lifetime guarantee membership. Laser hair removal is amazing. It permanently reduces unwanted hair for good with laser hair removal. It zaps hair follicles right at the root. You can see and feel results right away. What's amazing is that you don't have to wait for the hair to grow to like actually go. Like when you go get waxed, you have to wait for the hair to grow and there's this awkward phase and it's just annoying. With laser, you don't have to do that at all you just go with it shaves and it's amazing okay saves time and money also compared to a lifetime of shaving and waxing so ditch the razor for laser never have to pack it for the trip or deal with missed spots again ideal image is celebrating 20 years of real results with throwback pricing get your free personalized plan contact us today go to idealimage.com slash I love you. That's www.idealimage, I-D-E-A-L-I-M-A-G-E dot com slash I love you. Next matter of business that we need to catch up on. I went to Austin. I went with Amazon Prime for Prime Day, July 11th through 12th. So follow me on Instagram and I'll keep you guys posted with my deals. Weirdly, I've actually found like really good Amazon stuff. Okay. I am an Amazon girly. Like obviously my Kindle is my favorite thing ever. And I love Amazon. I use it every day. It is my most used thing ever. I am not like an Amazon influencer who like buys, makes you buy in like excess, like the most random stuff that you don't need. That's just like not my thing. So for a while I felt like I was like holding off on Amazon stuff, even though I was like, why? Because like the stuff that I buy I actually use and it's dumb and like they're really helpful. But I am just like careful even though I'm constantly sharing things that like I love, I'm constantly sharing things that like I truly love and use. I don't know. It just got really in my head about Amazon for a second, which is like really stupid. But just like the concept of like overconsumption, and you know what I'm talking about—the people that it's like, how do you have that much stuff? And I feel the way about myself with like PR packages. Like it makes me feel kind of like gross sometimes. There's like like so much excess. I don't know. So, anyways, with that being said, I have like my Amazon staples and like random things that I have found. So I have updated my storefront and any of like the workout sets or like certain things that you guys have been asking for. They're always linked in vlogs, but it is updated on my storefront. But it's not a storefront that has like 7,000 things. It's a storefront that has like things that I really love and use, like my lights that we're recording with this, like the tripod, honestly, the camera, like everything that you guys are seeing technology-wise here. Also, randomly, I just found the most perfect salad bowls ever. And they're like salad bowls. I'm like, to make, like to mix your salad and then to also eat your salad. You know what I mean? Like when you're making like a big salad for lunch, I don't want to like use a ton of different dishes. I really just want to keep it in one bowl, but it can't be like a mixing bowl because then it's going to be like too much food and then I'll like waste the food. This, these bowls, I mean, oh my God, they're perfect. So like I was saying, I went to Austin with Amazon for Amazon Prime Day and then for the Summer I Turned Pretty season two, episode one screening. And let me just tell you, we can't, like, say much about it. Like, we're not allowed to say, like... I mean, I wouldn't want to spoil it for you guys anyways. But we can't, like, say things, apparently. But what I will say is the show was so good. Macy and I were crying at multiple points. Like, just tears streaming down our face. Not even necessarily because anything was sad. But it was just so beautiful. Like, I love that show. And also... You know, just being the reader that I am and that I grew up being. The summer I turned pretty books were my favorite books growing up. Like it was a summer I turned pretty, and this is like my, you know, it was Judy B. Jones first and Nancy Drew. And then like Twilight was huge. I read my first Twilight book in the fifth grade. I think about that a lot. Like that's actually really weird. And then I read them all because they would have come out in sixth grade. Like, I don't understand that. Anyway, so after that. I loved The Summer I Turned Pretty. I was obsessed with that series. Like, I just love it. So if my 12-year-old self knew that I was going to the screening, she would, like, think I was really cool. You know what I mean? But anyways, the books are not the books. Well, the books are great. But the show is really good. I'm very excited for season two that comes out on the 14th. Okay, so then after that, I was really jet setting around. I was doing honestly the most and I was very, very tired. So after that, I came home, I read, I was in bed by, this is a Saturday, I was in bed by 8 p.m. I woke up the next morning, went to the farmer's market, went to Soul Cycle. And last night, this was literally yesterday, last night, I actually started that book, The Fourth Wing or Fourth Wing. I think it's Fourth Wing. I don't think it's the Fourth Wing. Anyways, it's like 700 pages long and it's a fantasy book. I'm not a fantasy girl but it's all over TikTok. And I've been getting so many DMs from you all being like, please read this. Cause I don't know, like we have the same book taste. And like, I don't know if I'll like it. So like, please, if you like it, I'll like it. Like whatever. I didn't like ACOTAR, The Court of Thorns and Roses, but I only read the first book. And I know that you have to read the second book to end up liking it. But I just don't really want to read a series where I have to read two books before I like it. I do think because I have FOMO in the book area of my life, I do think that I will end up finishing it and liking it. But I don't want to do that until the fall or winter because like a fantasy read to me feels like a fall or winter read. With that being said, I had a FOMO. So I started fourth wing and I'm only about 15% of the way in, which is a lot, a lot more when it's 700 pages. And I'm actually really liking it. I did not expect it. It is a fantasy book, but everyone was like, it's giving like Divergent. It's giving like Harry Potter, and I love Harry Potter. I grew up loving fantasy, like obviously Twilight. I loved Harry Potter. I like, I loved that stuff, but I just like don't read it as an adult, and I don't really think that that's really like the genre for me. Maybe I'm wrong though, because I am liking this book, so I will keep you guys posted on that. I have been seeing the DMs, and you guys did inspire me. I am easily persuaded by you guys. Another thing that's exciting is that I will be going to LA soon. Wink, wink. And I think I'm going to be going to Eras again. And by I think, I mean, I know I will absolutely be going to Eras again. I do not have tickets yet. And I am getting a little bit stressed because it's her last like week of shows in the U.S. So uh, I can only imagine the demand on those tickets and also how expensive they're going to be. So I've got to really figure that out. But some of my friends from Dallas are going with me. I'm really hoping for the best. I'm praying for the best. Like I'm believing, but I just know it's going to work out. So I will be at the LA era's shows. I would like to, you know, third time's a charm. My third show of the tour, I would really like to experience it there. I would, I would really like to go. So I am going to LA and I will be at era's. And if anyone has any good era's tour tips for LA and like how I'm going to get tickets and like, do you think it's going to be so much harder? Please let me know. I did go to two shows. I went to the Arlington shows and one I went, I got tickets on my own. The second night I went with Tarte, which was literally the nicest thing ever. And so next it'll be like my friends in LA. So I just like, I had to figure this out. And again, this brings me back to, I would love to be a Nepo baby or an heiress because like, I don't do they even get tickets. You know what I mean? Like that would also make my life so much easier. Okay. Well anyways, that brings me, it actually doesn't bring me to my, I don't even know what that transition was. That brings me to, I guess, the point of this episode. It's something I've touched on briefly, but I wanted to go into a little bit more, if you will. And that is my life as a 25-year-old retiree. Now, I'm not actually retired. I did get a couple DMs after saying that once, being like, oh my God, did you retire? And I'm like, guys, you're DMing me on my Instagram. This is like part of my job. Like, obviously, I didn't retire. One... I love working, which is like, the, this is kind of like the issue. But two, I, I'm nowhere near that point in my career. I'm 25 years old. Like, I, no way. Like, that's just not happening. It was a joke. Okay. And it was, it was not serious. It's more so there are two different people that live inside my body. Okay. And the first person is someone who basically lives the life of a 65 year old retired woman. I love to go to the farmer's market. I love to read. I love to be in bed at 8 p.m. 730 if I can swing it. You know, I like long walks. I like gardening. I like cooking. I like grilling. I like being home. I like being calm. I like listening to playlists with like literally like Nat King. OK, like I I like regularly listen to like Frank Sinatra. Like I, I love that. OK. And then there's another person in my body who wants to be or build like a crazy successful brand and like wants to be like out and about on the town and traveling nonstop and going everywhere and doing everything and going out and like living life and also being 25 and like not, not living life because I'm 25. Like sometimes myself or my friends like I'll catch us saying something that's like, okay, I don't care if you don't want to go because of that, like we're young, we need to live our lives. You know what I mean? So there's two like polar opposite people that live inside me and they're constantly like at war And that is kind of where like my 25-year-old like retiree life comes in because I want my life to feel that way, but not in the sense of like, I'm not working, more in the sense of like, these are the things that bring me joy, the things that make me happy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I naturally am really inclined like towards hustle culture, which I've talked about on this podcast so many times and hustle culture is not a great thing. I mean, I love working and like doing things what has a culture has become, I don't love, but I am like an Enneagram three, which is the overachiever. And every single personality test that you can take, basically I am like an over, I am the overachiever I am, you know, whatever. So naturally I feel like for my personality type, it's really easy for me to like fall into those ways and then be like, you know, this is the right way of life. Even though it's like at battle with like who I am at my core, because also there's another part of me that would love to just like live in a cabin and be an author. Not that authors don't work hard, but like hear me out. Be an author who like has cute sweaters and like uses like Ray Dunn mugs and like doesn't leave the cabin for months at a time and is re- is like reading and writing. You know what I mean? Like there's just, like I-, I want to do it all. And by it all, I mean even like less. You know what I mean? So anyways, that has translated a lot in my life as me inducing more stress on myself than needed or anxiety. So I'm constantly like pressuring myself or guilting myself or even like, okay, something as small as like a morning routine, right? I love a morning routine so much and if i don't watch it i will be like a li- i love it a little too much you know what i mean like and i'm like all of a sudden like there's like an infrared sauna on like my fucking roof and i'm there at 4am like i've really got to watch it and i've got to make sure that i'm doing it in a way that like is actually setting me up for success because a lot of the time what will end up happening is i will wake up and i will have so much self-induced stress and anxiety that I'm not even really enjoying the routine. And I'm more so like looking at as like things on a to-do list, like to get done rather than like enjoying my time and actually getting the things out of it that I need, like the benefits of working out and the benefits of journaling, the benefits of like reading a nonfiction book in the morning or like even going to a sauna or whatever it is. Instead, it's just like a moment of anxiety or like a couple hours of anxiety for me. And what I've realized is that it just doesn't work for me. But then on the other hand, it's like, I want to live this like calm life, peaceful life. I'm constantly searching for peace. I'm constantly searching for calm. Like that's where I want to live. But then if I'm there too long, I am like really hard on myself and I'm like lazy, lazy. And like, that's just not true. One rest is not lazy, but also like you need to rest. And like, it's okay to not be doing things 24 seven. But again, it's just like mind games. It's so crazy how there's things in your head that you don't believe and like you really don't agree with, but like it still like gets to you and like drives you insane. What I've realized in the past couple of weeks though, when I was like, no, I don't want to have this like crazy morning routine. I want to like, you know, be slow and relaxed and calm and whatever. For me i would just like end up doing nothing and then i would be even more anxious because i wasn't like prepared for the day so it's like kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way like it just like wasn't getting the job done so now i'm reframing in my mind a and again i'm just like giving this example i'm reframing this in my mind is it's important for me to wake up early and have a good morning routine because then i'm able to find peace in my day and in my morning because i'm awake and taking control of my day. And that doesn't mean that when I wake up, I need to be doing things at a five minute increment and like stressing myself out more. That just means I need to be doing things that like fill up my cup that I love. And I can sit there with like a cup of coffee and a book for an hour. If That's what it is. Like that's what I want, right? So I'm back on my like early mornings in general, but they're not giving me the anxiety. And I'm trying to not only work from that place, but also like live from that place instead of putting so much pressure on myself. Like I literally always do. I'm reading this book. I mean, I literally started it this morning. I'm like 15% of the way in, but so far I've really liked it. I've had it downloaded on my Kindle for a while. It's called The Gap and the Gain or The Gain and the Gap. I think it's The Gap and the Gain. And it was advertised as a book for overachievers, So I like downloaded it immediately. And they have this thing that they've, like, trademarked. And I think these are the right words, but I will give you guys the right idea. And it's, like, start, arrow, achieve, arrow, ideal. And they said the key to happiness is instead of focusing on the gap between, like, achieve to ideal, you focus on the gap between, like, start to achieve. Because if you're constantly comparing yourself to this, like, ideal life, this ideal partner, this ideal person, this ideal, like, Fitness routine, this ideal even morning routine, this ideal career, like whatever or ideal brand that you want to build, whatever it is, you're never gonna be happy because nothing is ever gonna be perfect and you're not gonna appreciate like where you are now. So instead, the whole like premise was focus on the gap between start and achieve. Because in that gap, you're able to see how much progress you've made. And the only thing you can see in that is like the movement that you've made in general. And that sounds very obvious. And as I was reading it, I was like, this is what my mom has literally told me my entire life. Like sometimes my mom would be like, you are so hard on yourself. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Like I'm so delusional to the point where I'm like, I'm really not that hard on myself. And then I think for like five more minutes and I'm like, you know, she might have a point, but it is something that I'm trying to do because even with like myself, it's like doing, you know, my job, like social media or podcasting or building a brand or whatever it is. It's like, there's always someone who's going to be doing more than you're doing or is going to be, you know, achieving more and more successful in the world's eyes or whatever, like always. Right. So it's very easy to compare. And I find myself doing this all the time. I will like belittle what I'm doing because it's not as good or as successful as what someone else is doing. So I'm not even like actually like enjoying what I have achieved or what I've built, which is kind of the point of building it is to enjoy it and to like get to that point. So I'm just trying to focus more on the gap between like starting to achieve versus achieving to ideal. So I'll keep you guys posted more on that book because honestly it was very, very, very help- like, helpful. So I like to call this duality essentially. I can be both, which again, you know, is the whole point of breadwinning housewife. I just think when I focus so much on like how separate and different it is, I'm trying, even though I just said it's duality, I'm kind of trying to bring the two lives together. Because who said that like work had to look that way or entrepreneurship had to look that way or your life had to look that way? I definitely in the past few years have started to focus more on like I care what my life feels like. I care, I don't care what it looks like, I care what it feels like. I want to create a life that I actually like am excited to live, like not in like a really dark way, but just like. I'm like waking up in the morning and i'm excited like i'm proud of the life that i built and i really am so i just am trying to focus more on the gap from start to achieve and then also like combining all of that together because it doesn't have to be like and it can be like both and wait what is it and or it can be both and got it i think you guys get what i'm trying to say i'm trying to like merge the two together because who said i can't have both you know and those are the things that i like But I think this will sound crazy to someone if you don't have anxiety because this is like going through like an anxious mindset or like an overachieving anxious mindset. I'm just trying to have both and give myself grace and also not be putting so much pressure and so much stress and having so much unnecessary like self-induced anxiety because it's just it's it's just not the point. I love Primally Pure. I love them for a few reasons, but I have to say the first reason is that I actually just love the products and they actually work. If you guys are focused on living like a very clean lifestyle and cleaning up your skincare products, this is the brand for you. But honestly, even if you're not, okay, this stuff is so good. I've been using their plumping serum, I've been using their clarifying serum, I use the plumping mist. I currently have a candle going in the studio room that's from Primally Pure. I have their body oil on right now. I mean, like, I love their stuff. I use their dry bar brush. I use so much from them, and it's just so good. So swapping for natural options is a must if you want to feel good and glow from inside out. And Primally Pure has harnessed the power of natural ingredients and their complete line of non-toxic beauty products. My mom, like, I, I always make the joke that, like, my mom thinks she's with Paltrow, but my mom is really into this stuff, just like clean living overall. My sister and her boyfriend are really into it right now. Like they've been using apps and stuff and whatever. And Primally Pure, the ingredients are so good. They're handcrafted with real raw ingredients to optimize your results and your overall health. If you don't believe me, they have testimonials all over their Instagram feed. Their inbox and website are proof that pure ingredients really do create positive change in your skin. I posted an Instagram story probably a week or two ago, just showing how my skin cleared up and looked so good. And it's from Primally Pure products, guys. If you're on the fence about making the swap to non-toxic products, especially the natural non-toxic skincare, check out their five-star reviews at PrimallyPure.com from customers just like you. Once you're convinced, use code Kinsey for 15% off your Primally Pure purchase. That's www. P-R-I-M-A-L-L-Y P-U-R-E dot com slash Kinsey. Use code Kinsey at checkout for 15% off your order. Visit com slash Kinsey for 15% off your order. So to make both personalities that I have happy, I have developed the perfect weekly routine. And I'm here today to share it with you guys, okay? I posted a TikTok about this and the TikTok kind of went off and like that's when you know you're on to something. But like I said, I have two different, you know, lifestyles that I live that I'm trying to bring together. And I feel like I've done it, but just especially in my weekly routine. OK, so from Thursday to Sunday in bed by 8 p.m and that's kind of like pushing it i, I mean if i can be better earlier i will but you know there's like things in life and like things you have to do and isn't that the worst you know i hate being out of my house past like 6 p.m then monday through friday every single morning i wake up when i work out and then i come home i work from home so i'm hoping like in an ideal situation up until thursday that the only time i really have to leave my house is like when i'm going to work out or when I'm going to Sprouts or when I'm going and doing things that I want, but I don't want to leave my house necessarily to like go do anything else besides like go to Sprouts. You know what I'm saying? I like to be home. I have a lot to do at home. I can really, I could occupy myself here forever. I am working on a garden that is not built yet. So technically I'm there is no work to be done, but there's a lot of mental work. You get what I'm saying. I've been on TikTok. I've been looking at all these things. I've been I've been really working on it in my mind, right? But I do have flowers. Those have to get watered, okay. I've got to clean. I have dishes. I've got to cook. There's a lot of things that I can do here, okay. So, anyways, from Thursday to or no, from Sunday to Thursday, in bed early, okay. And I'm on my routine. My routine. I can do an entire podcast episode fully of like my morning and night routine, like very detailed which I think I should do. I don't feel like I've done one of those in a very long time. I think I've only done one ever, but I wake up early. I go work out. I like to journal. I like to read a little bit in the morning if I can. I go on a silent walk. Silent walks are huge. I cannot believe that I've gone an entire podcast episode without talking about my latest fixation, which is a silent walk, okay? I'll do that for about 30 minutes because let's be honest, I don't really want to be left alone with my thoughts for like any more than that. But I do like it, and you have to do that early because of the Texas heat. That brings me to another idea that I've had that is a complete tangent. I think to make myself happy in this Texas heat, I have to become nocturnal. It's going to be me and the owls, okay? I am going to be waking up like I did this morning at 5 a.m. By 9 a.m., I had already had two workouts in at two summer classes. I had fed the dogs. I had taken fits out. I had read. I had journaled. i had had a whole day by 9 a.m., okay? And then that's when it gets hot, okay? So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is fit in like a nice big chunk of a nap, okay? Because I can do some work then. I can do a nap, which would be partly my sleeping. And then I can do work into the evening and night. And then I can trick myself into never having to experience the really insane heat, which actually isn't true because it's still hot at night. So I actually think that this is not a foolproof plan. I think that I am the fool and it's been proven. So even that's not gonna help, but I have like really been thinking about changing my, like, you know, people who work on different time zones. Like I knew this girl who worked for a company like in China or with a company in China, and she fully adapted like their time, whatever it was. So she she would wake up, you know what I'm saying? She slept throughout our days and would be awake throughout the nights to work with them. And that is really, the routine that i am highly considering but anyways again back to my routine wake up have my nice routine monday through honestly friday day this is when you have like your healthy productive routine you're up you're working out you're going on your walks you're cooking from home you're making new recipes you're 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 handling all of your business okay and you're also obviously working i feel like i made this on tiktok and i said this is your productive routine obviously we have to work that's not fun to talk about okay i'm talking about like the fun things but you're also working and you're having your nice routine so Friday evening turns around rolls around and this is when you know Friday if I'm being honest at around 2 p.m I just really crave a margarita and I'm like this this really has to happen I was driving to Austin this week and all of a sudden I was craving a margarita look down 158 it's like I know myself so well you know so at this point this is when I'm like all right it's time for girls dinner it's time for my dinner it's time for my weekly dinner we gotta go We go get our drinks, we go get our dinner, we probably go to the bar, okay? Since I've been kind of turning into more of my like retiree lifestyle, I don't stay out very late anymore. And I also really am not like binge drinking, which obviously is never recommended, but that is just like the reality of like my earlier 20s. I'm drinking less and I'm going home like fully sober, totally fine. The next morning I wake up, I go to the farmer's market, I'll maybe do like a workout class, I'll do something fun, whatever. And then I really like a Saturday, like day drinking vibe. I much prefer that to going out at night. But it is the summer, so we kind of have been doing both. So we'll go do like a long, leisurely lunch, right? And then I'll come home, I'll nap, and then we go out that night. Saturday night is normally when I'll go like a little bit more wild. Okay, this is when like my twenty-five year old stuff comes out, and I'm like, we've got to do it all. We've got to, we've got to hit the town. We got to see everyone. We got to like blah 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 blah. And then I come home. I I basically. I give myself the the permission to go crazy. If you want to be feral and wild, by all means, Kenzie, it's Saturday night. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. So I allow myself to be lazy on Sundays and just like lay around. Sometimes if I didn't go crazy, I will have like a little bit of like a Cute little Sunday, like this weekend, I like went to Soul Cycle and I'll go to the farmer's market. Like I'll, I'll kind of repeat my Saturday morning, but like do the things that I like to do. And then I'll be lazy though, for the most part, like in bed, especially like when I was like really wilding out, I would be hung over until about 4 p.m. hits when you're being lazy and all of a sudden I'm like, I can't lay here anymore. I can't do it, 4 p.m. hits. And then that's when I plan my week out. I go through, I go through my Google calendar. I have everything planned, which I'm always using my Google calendar. So it's pretty much already planned. But then once that's planned and marked off, I'm like, okay, who do I want to invite over for dinner? Like I'm like trying to like see certain friends that I haven't seen in a while or like cook different recipes or whatever. And then I will make a notes app of like this week and then I do a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then I make everything basically like a checklist. So I have my schedule and checklist like in order. So that's very helpful. And then I'm really just kind of ready to do it all over again. And that might sound depressing to you to have like the same weekly routine, To some of you guys, but let me tell you, it is freeing and it is beautiful and it's allowing me to live like my Nancy Myers lifestyle. So then I have that, and then again, I'm in bed early on Sunday, and I'm with you know my Luna cooling weighted blanket. I have my Kindle in hand. I've done my self-care routine. I have my new water bottle. Speaking of, I have the new Hydro Flask. I don't know if you guys can see it on camera. The new like Flask like Stanley looking cup. And I actually like it more than my Stanley. I think it's because I like the color more, but it just like matches my house really well. And I've been loving it. So anyways, I have that or I'll have my Stanley or like whatever. Lots of like cool ice. But the key is Sunday through Thursday, chill, calm, Nancy Myers, Martha Stewart, productive, healthy. You know, you're eating your greens, you're drinking your greens, you're doing whatever. Friday through Sunday, things are kind of up in the air and you know, teach their own, do whatever you want to do. But I'm just giving you my perfect weekly routine because I'm here talking about myself. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast episode. I really should have said my life as a 25-year-old retiree overachiever who's battling overachievement. No, that would mean I overachieved. Whatever. Who... The hustle culture, you guys understand what I'm saying. Like, it's really up there. And every time I'm saying this on a podcast, I feel like nothing that I'm saying makes sense. And then a lot of you guys DM me and say that it actually does make sense. By the way, we're starting a new tradition. It's called Thursday Coffee. I don't know, if anyone has a better idea, let me know. It's where I see, like, I buy you guys coffee. So I'll pick a couple people every week that post a story, listening to the podcast, and tag the podcast, me and the podcast, and then I'll pick a couple of you guys and buy our Starbucks or whatever you want. I'll maybe Venmo you guys or I don't know. Whatever whatever you guys want for coffee, let me know and it will happen. So I feel like we could workshop the name, but there's definitely a better name. The new podcast name has been decided by me. It's the one that I've been saying the whole time. And it will come as no shock to you guys. Oh, I did shoot the new cover. I don't know if I said that. So hopefully this will be happening soon. But yeah, I love you guys so much. We have an episode coming out soon about Navigating Your 20s with one of my favorite people. It's going to be so good. And then I have a lot of other exciting episodes that I'm recording in Los Angeles. So hope you guys enjoyed. I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.